Hey guys, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to the Michelle Collins Show. It's my show and I'm thrilled you're here. We're going to be bringing you episodes every single week with different co-hosts, the same usual nonsense, off-the-cuff humor, news, advice, pop culture. I know it's a novel concept for a podcast, but what can I say? I'm an innovator. That's what I do. You'll be getting episodes every week, but if you want to hear daily episodes, you can head over to my Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I have co-hosts every single day. It's funny. It's loose. It's authentic. I do weekly episodes with my mother. If you're curious as to how someone is made this way, I highly recommend tuning into those and some video content as well, which is exciting. I'm off to contour, but I want you to enjoy this episode. It's fabulous. We adore you and we look forward to seeing you over on the Patreon. Hi, everybody. It's Michelle Collins. It's a brand new episode of Midnight Snack, also known as the Michelle Collins Show. Essentially the same thing. I am in a turtleneck. I've come from a fun dinner. I gave myself a haircut today. I'm hoping the internet doesn't cut out. So Dan, keep me posted because our cameras are on. I've got incredible lighting happening. He's got a hat on. His name is Dan Acton. We're here. We've got exactly an hour before Dan has a meeting. Let's do it. Dan Acton. Hi. Hit the ground running. How are you doing? <laughs> You look great. Um, thanks. I actually have to tell you, I was feeling super plain. I did not leave the house today. Hmm. I have to really admit to something very disgusting. Like it's actually something that I'm shocked I'm about to say on the air. Okay. If you know me, you know that I own two very expensive pairs of hair cutting shears. One is your typical shears and then your thinning shears. Right. And uh, I have known in my own home to like put a newspaper down and cut my hair over the sink. I've done it. When I'm in a hotel, it's not my house. I'll just cut it over the sink. And then, of course, I wipe it up. I'm not an animal. I also don't want to see my own hairs in the sink. But it is something that I specifically try to do in a hotel because I leave Wednesday. So I'm like, well, you leave your tip. You go on your merry way. You say, thank you so very much. And that's it. Yeah. And for the past week, I have been cutting and cutting and cutting my hair every day, doing a little something. And I feel like much like an Edward Scissorhands, I've hit um, peak hedge today. And I feel like I really like, I'm not touching it again. Look how good I did. It looks and really good. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Talk to me. <laughs> you just stepped out of a salon. No, Wait. it looks, it's very, yeah. It looks like you just had it done. It's unbelievably professional. And I don't know if you can see the back because the back obviously takes me a long time and I have a little system. Yeah. Even look at it. Unbelievable. I mean, but it's like, how, totally how do you crooked. do it? How do you do it in the back? I take my hands and yeah. I like, you know, I have a ton of hair. I want the listener to know that when you have, this is a brag, but when you have as thick a hair as I do, because yeah. I have like nine wigs on my scalp, it's very easy to cut my own hair because it's impossible to make a mistake. If I cut too much, you know, obviously length needs to be even. And I do think the length is about as even. Look at that. I mean, it look looks, at that. Yeah, it looks it's very perfect. Good. Yeah, it's yeah, perfect. It's really good. But um, I take it like this and I do this and then I go in the mirror and I cut it like that oh, and I get the length. Okay. Yeah. I was, I got a haircut uh, this weekend too. And what I don't like is when mm. they like uh, comb it, comb your bangs down straight and then they, they cut straight across. Like I guess that's how it's They gave you the Caesar cut. They gumped yeah. you. You got gumped. But I don't... <laughs> I don't really know if that's how it's supposed to be. I saw somebody today or uh, yesterday at the bar that had kind of a mo haircut, like shaved. Mo, so like the big, bartender? 
more the, the uh, <laughs> stooge. Oh, okay. <laughs> or Cookie the Clown or something. Yeah. Like, like he had it shaved from the, the middle down. I hate it that. Look great. That's like yeah, Amish, yeah. He, though. He kind of ruined his whole look because otherwise he was a very handsome guy. Well, haircuts really are a serious thing. And if you know me, you know that usually when I get a professional haircut, I will come home and 100% recut it. I There has never been a haircut that I've gotten where I don't come home and thin it further or do something really? to it uh, ever because they never know. The stylists are afraid of me, <laughs> but also <laughs> of going because of how much hair I have. They don't want to like obviously cut too much, but I know that it is impossible to cut too much. hair. You cannot cut enough out of my head. I don't think people get it. It's, it's just like, like a Play-Doh doll that just yeah. keeps going and going and going. It's just corn shit just coming right out of the scalp. But I really have to tell you, I'm feeling it right now. I feel like I look at, I had a friend in town, um, her and her husband and child were here, but I just had dinner with my friend Adira Amram, hilarious comedian. Do you know what Adira? I don't know if you do. No, I don't think so. We went to my favorite Dutch restaurant. I have, I've, I Ooh. found a fave and I'm happy to announce. I found the one restaurant that I, I can pretend I still live in New York. <laughs> It's going to be a Boston market. <laughs> yeah, it's Cheers. It's the Cheers at the Amsterdam airport. <laughs> no, it's called Brasserie Lolita. And it's um, it's like, you know, fake French bistro. You know, I love that shit. Yeah. But hot, all the guys who work there are hot and like maximum five foot nine. And they're all in love with me. I go there. They're the nicest servers. On the, the bartender is actually quite tall. He's such a nice guy. Tonight, for the first time, I got free wine. That's not happened yet. So I'm warming. I'm becoming this, a regular. It happened. Yeah, this is becoming like a Hello Dolly thing. They're going to start doing <laughs> it all. <laughs> hello, Mishy. And hello, Danny. Ugh, if only that show was still on Broadway, we'd go. Oh, the best. <laughs> oh, my God. I've had an incredible week. Um, I was sick last week, so we were not able to record. Oh. I really felt like shit, but I'm so back. Like. Oh my God. When you see the light after an illness, I'm ready to like go. I don't know. I want to go clubbing. I know I'm like ready to go out. I feel crazy. Yeah. I'm glad Um, you're feeling better. Yeah. I really am. And it really sucked. I will say Uh, I'm looking at the sofa in my hotel room, which I have mentioned on my other show, which is essentially the same show that it is a pet hotel. And I didn't know that when I booked it and I noticed it when every person checking in had a leash and a dog attached to her cat in a bag. <laughs> and the sofa is so torn up by cats. It's really funny. Really? Like, can I send you That's a picture? Hilarious. Yeah, sure. It's so ripped up. And I noticed <laughs> when I first checked in here, they're very nice. I'm friends with everyone here, but I've talked about this before. Okay, ignore my clothing that's on it. I have to send this to you. When I first checked in that the mattress had no mattress pad on it. It was just a loose sheet. And I was very disgusted by that. <laughs> and Yeah. Do you think that's weird in a hotel? Even in oh. my home, I have a mattress pad. I don't yeah. like it. Oh, oh, there was no mattress pad. Yeah, yeah. That's gross. It was mattress and loose sheet. I don't do mm. it. I just texted you I the cat maybe couch. a loose sheet is some a European thing instead of a fitted sheet, maybe. Well, all hotels do a loose sheet. I don't mind that, but then put a fitted fucking mattress pad under it. Yeah. What is that? Um, I just uh, sent you, you the cat couch. You I didn't mean, do I... this? <laughs> with my teeth. <laughs> I ripped it up with my mouth. I also texted Dan today. I took a selfie with Adira and I was really looking at my teeth. Now, I do think that when people cap their teeth, it can look insane. And it is interesting. You know, it's funny. I notice sometimes like people will be off the gram for a minute and then they come back yeah. and they've 100% had work done something and it's like really funny 
how you can sniff out like what happened here. There's someone I follow. Um, and it's if the, one person's going to be listening. It's not you who I'm talking about. I follow someone who I think had a nose job and I'm like, oh, oh really? yeah, a hundred percent. I'm all right. I love it. And by the way, it looks really good. Um, and I feel like what if I went off the grid for like two months and then just came back with like a full marble, like uh Carrera marble <laughs> tooth set. I feel like <laughs> we're getting like inwardly dented. I either need Invisalign or something. Something's going on. Huh. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I took a, a photo with my friend this this weekend at the bar and, and he looked at my like toothy grin. He's like, <laughs> Oh, you're embracing diversity with like my, my teeth because they were all pointing in different directions. Wait, that's so, so mean. Me. Yeah, it is. But <laughs> Your incisor gets into Harvard. I'm like, listen, yeah. I think that's yeah, great. Right. <laughs> I love that Bobcat Goldthwait, Goldthwait movie with the horse where he wins by a tooth. What? That's stupid. <laughs> Do you remember that? No. It's a photo uh, finish. It's about he has a pet horse and there's a photo finish and then his tooth like goes over. Wait, the I'm dying. <laughs> that does sound like it has a me written all over it. <laughs> Um, Danny, since we've last talked, it's been a couple of weeks. We've had a lot of Potter. I feel like I'm going through a text because every day yeah. I'm finding shit. I'm going, all right, emergency episode, but yes. I wasn't feeling well. There's a lot to get to. Uh, before I delve into any of these uh, situations, anything you want to bring up before any shows? I'm coming to New York in two days. Wait, I'm seeing oh. you Thursday night. Don't say yes. where, but we're okay. Yeah. We have a date set. Yeah, that'll be fun. Good. I want everyone to know the first thing I'm doing when I get into town, I land Wednesday, Wednesday, I'm going to take it easy. I'll be tired. Thursday, I'm hitting the ground running. I'm getting so fucking dressed up. Dan and I and another friend are going out. We're getting martinis at my favorite restaurant. I'm so fucking excited. I for a month, I don't think you get it. Like I am so excited to get dressed up. Mm. I feel like it's like the make a miss foundation. What happened to me? I need to go out <laughs> Maybe we should pretend it's like a big event. Should we have like a fake birthday for me in April? I'm not joking. Uh, Thursday? Yeah, sure. Okay. I'm serious. All right, you know what that right. means? I'm not getting the check. No, I'm joking. I will. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will. <laughs> All right. Danny, anything before I get into our potter? What do you think? Um, Nothing like earth shattering. I think we should get to it. All right. Well, I'm opening up our links. The first one I sent to you, which was a minute ago, was that someone tried to buy the flat iron building. That made me laugh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He, no, a guy bought it and then he just didn't pay for it. Well, okay. <laughs> Which sounds great. It says that a guy, uh, he, Jacob Garlic, but spelled with a CK at the end, which is already a funny fake name. <laughs> Jacob Garlic is such a good. I didn't find like a Veggie Tales character. Yeah, it's truly it's Noah's Ark, uh, but it's A R C K. I just feel like this guy has a lot of stories to tell. He's placed a $190 million bid on the building. And he's failed to make the $19 million down payment. Um, that's the whole story, essentially. Have you ever bid on something and not paid? I feel like I had a moment with eBay in like my 20s where I would do that Ooh, a lot. I'm sure that I've like accidentally overpaid for something. I think I over oh, yeah, I'm saying you know, it, under or not paid. Oh, well, I've, I've, I've overbid and then had to like back out of it. Oh, go on. Do you remember what? one time? I think it was on Priceline. Actually, this is this is like. 9-11 story basically it was the week of 9-11 yeah right okay. and I think it was on Priceline or something. was that the one where you could bid for you know how much you wanted to pay and I, let me just add that it's no longer the case there was a, sh a thing with Priceline where you could bid yeah. and my brother was all about it I feel like I did it a couple times and it never worked out it was just not for me but go on I bid I bid for a uh 
just a really short trip, like a trip to, trip to Chicago or something. And I accidentally put in like an extra zero or an extra two zero. And I was like, meanwhile, I'm like watching the news. I'm like stressed out. <laughs> like yeah, of course. Dying. Yeah. And so I had to call them. I remember like leaving the house and like uh, marching around the, the front yard, calling them and, and they didn't make me pay for it. But, oh, that's nice. But, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that was the only time. I, I should try to use that excuse today. Just call and be like, listen. Yeah, I was just. Joking. I know it's been twenty um two years, but I'm I'm still, and that's not even a joke. I really do believe I still have PTSD from nine eleven. In fact, well, yeah, genuinely. In fact, what genuinely? Let's talk about it. Where were you? <laughs> no, when I was living on Broadway when it happened, I was uh twenty. I just turned twenty. And literally all day and all night, I heard sirens and then I would have nightmares. And even today, like I'm looking for apartments and I'm looking at busy streets. And the first thing I think is that apartment. Isn't that funny? Because I'm like, if there's like an emergency, I'm back right. in the ambulance line of fire. Like it's, Oof. oh boy. They're not here though. Things don't happen here. I don't think. Anyway. Okay. That wasn't as funny as I thought it would be. So you know what? I'm, I'm going to take the blame for that one. That wasn't that, great. That next door clip that I sent you was funny. My joke. The one you just sent me? I didn't read yeah. it. Okay. No. Dan sent me something. I'm already laughing. I haven't even read it and I already feel upset. <laughs> it's it's a little it, borderline, but I'm upset it? because it's a man's mugshot yeah. and it's from a woman named Melinda. Uh, I won't say her last name, Yeah, yeah. but it just says help. Wait, this isn't funny at all. Well, oh, it's I an, see. until you get to his. This is terrible. Okay. <laughs> I'll read it, but I want people to know I'm laughing out of shock. I'm not laughing because I find this is funny. It says yeah. there's a murderer. He's on the loose. He may have killed. He looks killery. This dude yeah. for real. Wyckoff Gardens. Is that how you say it? Assaulted yeah. several residents. If you have seen him, call 9-11 again with the 9-11. No, <laughs> his name is Giovanni Vale. And then Dan said he was feeling Giovanni. You know what? It's not, a, it's not one that translates to the pod. If I'm just going to keep it. Dan started sending me videos. Let's talk about what you were fetishizing last week. Because yes. Dan, I'm sick in bed. Okay. I genuinely did not leave. I had like actually one day last week, I had 666 steps. I was very upset about that, but I was bedridden. I didn't feel well. Went downstairs to get delivery. That was it. And Dan started sending me these videos of these scammer calls. There's a guy, do you know his name? Uh, he goes by the name Pierogi. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> so lame. This guy Pierogi, he's actually cute. And I must say he has a nice speaking voice. He's, he's yes. engaging. He's an engaging online presence. This guy fools. He scams the scammers. So Dan sent me two different videos. First of all, he uses a voice modulator, yeah. which makes him sound like Mrs. Doubtfire. It makes him sound like <laughs> yes. the old lady from the Hallmark cards. What's her name? You know who I mean? Like, well, dying. if you're going to keep talking to me that way, I'm going to hang up the phone. Is that not exactly <laughs> what it sounds like? I mean, identical. So he sounds 150 years old. So, of course, these guys from Calcutta, which I'm not saying that is a thing. He genuinely traces them to Calcutta, which is why I'm yeah. saying that. Where you come for me. Um, he these guys call him. And of course, the scam is, you know, oh, we sent you twenty five thousand dollars by accident. You have to send us. You know, I mean, why do you? But anyway, Dan sends them to me, so of course I have nothing else to watch. I watched, I was dying of boredom. I watched all of Below Deck. I watched all of Survivor Australia. Like I had no life, and so I got caught up in two of them. And honestly, by the end, I felt terrible. I didn't. By the end of the second one, I did not feel good. I did not like the feeling it made me feel. And yet, you were entrenched in these videos. So what does he do? Well, why don't you walk 
I watched like you... 25 of them. So so it'll be, <laughs> it'll be like, you'll get, a, you'll get an email that says like, oh, the Best Buy Geek Squad has a refund for you or whatever. You have to call this phone number. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just need to take over your computer to give you a refund. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. And then they get into the, they open up your bank page and they get into the HTML of the page. And so it looks oh, they, like, oh, they get into the HTML yes. because he fakes it, right? He, it's, he's really a brilliant guy. I mean, he so makes his fake watching, bank page. Yeah. So he's watching them there. It looks like to you, if you're on your computer, that they just gave you $25,000 and then they have to go into actor mode. They're like, oh, I made a big mistake. I'm going to lose my job. Oh, can you please send it back to me? Like, <laughs> so they get these people to like, I guess, drive over to Target and buy gift cards for like, like thousands Apple store. of dollars. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, insane. Yeah. But the funny thing, one of the funny things about the videos is that like the way they capture your computer they can't actually type anything in so they have to tell this 150 year old person like to type and don't hit enter just type in this and oh, don't is that enter. right and so the guy will keep them on for like four or five hours just every time just being like i get it like and they're just saying enter immediately <laughs> They get so so mean. They're like, they I don't even want to repeat the things. They assume it's a truly old woman. And they're like, oh, we're gonna fuck you. Like, we want to fuck. They just say such horrible things. By the end of the second one, I I felt attacked. I'm not kidding. As a woman watching it, I didn't like it. I thought, "Mm -mm, this is not what the energy I'm bringing into April of 2023. I didn't like it at all. But you really got into it. This was another one that I think was debated. Again, we're we're almost a week behind because we didn't record last week. And I feel like even Hoda and Jenna talked about this, but I have very strong feelings about this and I want to read it. It was an Am I the Asshole from Reddit, hmm. which always it's Am I the Asshole to me is almost like um, penthouse forums where 95% of the time I don't believe these are real things, even the way they're right. written. Yeah. It's so text, but it's just written like, uh, an advice column. It just has the same pattern. Yeah. You know, me 26 F and my boyfriend 31 M it's just so annoying. <laughs> and yet I fall for it every time. So this is someone who wrote something that is very near and dear to my heart. Before I read it, let me also let you know, even my friend Adir, who I've not seen probably in five years tonight, yeah. she was like, you're a sauce queen. She goes, you, you are a sauce queen. Huh? I love sauce. You know this about me. I'm I have to lube up every bite in something. I need a mayo. I need a ranch. I need a ponzu sauce. I need something. Tonight we each ordered steak frites at Brasserie Lolita. Delicious, by the way. Yeah. And it came with like a bone marrow jus on it. Mm. I was like, who are you calling a jus? The show's over. I'm <laughs> canceling say, the yeah. podcast. <laughs> show's over. And you, if you know I'm a jus lover, I am such a jus lover. Like I've always been into jus. So I said, <laughs> oh, Jew, can you say that? <laughs> so uh, only I can say that, Dan. Uh, yeah, anyway, <laughs> so I said, oh, can we also get Bernays on the side? Because they had like a more expensive steak that had Bernays. And I said, charge us <laughs> for it. You know, charge us. Of course he didn't. He's such a nice guy. They brought us a whole big ass thing of Bernays sauce. That shit. Let me tell you mm. something about Bernays sauce. If I had a daughter, I'd name her Bernays. And I'd be like, she's a Bernays bro. <laughs> That's my little baby Bernays. Um, I fucking love Bernays sauce. I dipped everything in it. The fries, we got Harcote Bear. I was dipping away. And Adira said, you're a sauce queen. I love sauce. I like a side of sauce. If you know me, let's save my story. Let me read this. 
Last night, I am I the asshole because I bought a bro- I brought a bottle of ranch into a restaurant. Uh, <laughs> go on. Last night, I went to dinner with Michael. She doesn't say age or anything, so okay. It's we different. all know Michael. Yeah, you know Mike. <laughs> it was our third date. This is already a problem. Just remember that part. Took me to one of his favorite restaurants. It was a hole in the wall Polish Hungarian place. Meanest Nazis work there. Trust me on that. We ordered our food and he ordered a sampler plate so I could try different things. There's very few things I don't eat with ranch. I mean, already that's the <laughs> issue here. I, I got to stop because already, and I say this as a Hungarian, what are you dipping? What Hungarian food? I guess pierogies maybe, but like what? But you can dip like those in sour cream. That's yeah. like basically ranch. Actually, that's that's what the yeah when when everybody when Veselka's uh, closed down and they're open again, but then when they closed down for COVID, I went to their site and bought their uh, cookbook only for their dill dressing sauce. Now hold on a minute, have we ever unpacked my obsession with their dill dressing? No. Are you for real? Wait, really? Dan Acton, wait a second. We are right now unlocking actually the source code to our friendship. I used to go to Veselka all the time. All I ever wanted was their barley soup. And I hate soup. I am not someone who ever thinks of getting soup, but they had a deal there where you would get, I think, pierogies and you could get salad and soup. Mm-hmm. So I get the dill, the barley soup and I get the salad. And you guys, I'm actually drooling thinking about it. It is, they would bring this dill salad dressing. Veselka is a famous Polish like diner in yeah. the East Village. It used to be open to like three in the morning. You know that one of my old friends, I will not name names, slept with one of the waiters there because of me. I did a gay shidach at Veselka. I won't say the guy's name. I won't say any names, but he was a really nice waiter. I mean, I wouldn't have slept with him, but he was nice. He smelled like cologne. If you know who I'm talking about, he's mm. great. That dill dressing, they would bring it and I would, I would guzzle it. I'd say bring it's more. So good. It was the most refreshing tart. Yep. I honestly have to say in my life as a sauce queen, I actually am not kidding you that my mouth is full of saliva. <laughs> there were like maybe coming off the mic. <laughs> it's like in um, Total Recall, two weeks, like my head opens up and there's a littler head in it. It was the most delicious fucking dressing. And I had no idea that the recipe was out. I, I dream of it. It's so good. I'll send you it. You know what rivaled that dressing for me as far as dressings that I wanted to guzzle by the bucket load? Mm-hmm. Disgusting. Don't <laughs> don't snip that part out. Remix. Yeah. <laughs> um the do, do you remember Dojo's? Was that the name no. of it? The, the, there was like a an NYU cafe um on Fourth Street in Mercer called Dojo's that <laughs> had a carrot ginger dressing. People who lived in New York and like from 2000 till 2010 will know they closed it down for sure for health violations. Literally no doubt in my mind because there were always people there. Yeah. That dressing, it had like sesame oil in it and ginger mm. and carrot. It was, you ate the salad as a joke. You're like, okay, I guess bring salad, but bring the yeah. dressing so I could dump it on this fucking salad. It was right. that delicious. And I know people are thinking, oh no, I know another good dill or carrot ginger. No, 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 you do not. Yeah, You don't. Not yeah, like yeah, dojos. Yeah. Uh-uh. Okay. So the point is, is like, I understand an obsession with the dressing. Yeah. And I'll tell you right now, I am literally drooling thinking about all these delicious. <laughs> <laughs> and I just had a huge dinner. But I'll tell you this. If I went to Veselka, which I don't even know they reopened, we should go. Why don't we go? Oh. Do they have the dressing? Oh, I would go. Yeah, I got to find out. It might be a different location or something weird like that. But oh, that yeah. would make me sad. Anyway, yeah. um, I'll tell you this. If I went to a place 
let me keep reading her thing because, you know, I have a similar ish story. Uh, the, the thing is, it's a very American thing to be like, I only eat things with ranch. And so if I was with someone who did what she's about to do, I would also blow a gasket. No question. Yeah. But I'm going to try to defend her here. Here we go. Uh, I just like it. It helps some things easier to eat, make some things easier to eat. <laughs> So I always have it with my meals. I would like to know what this person looks like because I bet you she's probably very thin. You know, that's the twist. It's going to be like a size two. Mm. The waiter said they don't have any and offered to bring out some kind of sour cream and dill sauces. Okay. Which is she's exactly, an idiot. Yeah. It's the same fucking thing. Um, now I'm fuming. I tried them and they just weren't the same. I told what? Michael, I'll be right back. Took my wallet and left the restaurant. I had seen a <laughs> convenience store close by arriving. I went, bought ranch and came back. I'm going to actually, I'm going to find a way to defend her. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Michael looked shocked. He didn't say anything. He ate his food. Yeah. I would have just said something. He's well, I guess third date I, though. Third date is tough. That's still too soon. Yeah. The food was great. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Covered in it ranch. just like ranch. Yeah. Um, and we got some conversation going when the waiter came over and said outside food wasn't allowed. I that said, a well, conversation starter. Yeah. I said, well, dressing isn't outside food. I mean, it is. And they didn't have what I needed to enjoy my meal. I didn't want to ruin the evening. So I took it out to my car and returned. When we finished, Michael thanked me for coming with him. He said it was really off putting. Um, uh-huh. And I had that I had to leave and buy a bottle of dressing instead of just going a meal without it. I told him, well, yeah. I wouldn't have had to do it if they had ranch. By the way, the Hungarians <laughs> do not have ranch. I went home. I told my roommate about my date. His attitude. She asked me if I was being serious. She thinks I had bad <laughs> etiquette and embarrassed Michael to the point he was probably going to stop talking to me. I actually thought he did. So I thought that that was it. The real question is if this would be a deal breaker. We'll get to that. I don't think what I did was really all that bad. It was a condiment, not an entire meal from someplace. Was I wrong for what I did? Uh, I actually am going to defend her, but Dan, take it away. Well, okay, because people do famously bring hot sauce in their bags, I guess. Low fat dressings, diabetics will bring things that don't have sugar in it. Okay. Hear me out. All right. All right. All right. My lips are so That's not the case here. That's not the case here. Mm -hmm. That's not what (laughs) you're very pleased with that. That's not not what happened. Wasn't there an ad where there was like a low fat dressing that someone had in their bag? They're like, just use this. I think anything. I think anything that you need to like turn over, it's so big and you have to smack the bottom of the bottle to get it out is too much like a little tabasco sauce that if you like it on uh, i mean every place has tabasco. the same Whatever. thing if you're going to defend i'm sorry to tell you yeah i have to disagree okay. if you're going to defend the idea and by the way you're in your fantasies envisioning someone bringing a room service tabasco in which uh-huh. people feel because they're cute no one really has those if someone is is schlepping tabasco they got the normal size bottle <laughs> And I'm sorry to tell you, it is just as bad to me. The difference with her, where she made her mistake, if she is that addicted to ranch, she should always have some with her. Her mistake to me was having to get up and go buy it. If you already know that you are in a different cuisine place, have some with you is the truth. Yeah. Because you remember my story with the ponzu sauce. Don't make me tell it again, (laughs) but I will. Now, to be fair, I did not sit in this establishment. I've told the story before. I'll repeat it. I went to Sugarfish in Brentwood. Very overpriced. You know, Sugarfish. They have one in New York now. Yeah, yeah. I don't even, yeah. do people still line up for it? Is it like the, um, uh, what was it? The Cronut or something? <laughs> rainbow. Yeah. yeah. Are people still lining up for the Cronut, Dan? What are they lining up for these days in New York? There's got to be something. Levan, those fucking cookies that I hate. Are people yeah, still lining up a, for that? There's a bakery around Ugh. the corner for me that people are lining up. I, what I are they getting? To, what are they lining up? See, that annoise me more than the ranch. Out. I won't find out. 
I'm not going to no, do I don't it. blame you. I don't blame you. Remember when Sex in the City came out and people were lining up for fucking Magnolia and then I would do yeah. it and they were bad. I'm sorry. No, you know, we need to have a real conversation about Magnolia Bakery. I'm ready to have it. Their fucking cupcakes suck. People are dumb. Is that I don't the banana you... pudding place? It is. Okay, got it. Funny you bring up the banana pudding because when I used to go, I was so anti-cupcake that I would get the banana pudding, which I admit was mainly for my love of the famed Nilla wafer, which they would put uh-huh. in there because I love a Nilla. Yeah. And uh, I would eat four bites of it and then have... <laughs> this is so disgusting. <laughs> I would have sticky, sticky saliva in the back of my throat. I'd be sitting on a stoop somewhere in the West Village, all of a sudden having to like spit because I couldn't swallow. I mean, I'm not making this up. This is real. Magnolia is disgusting. I'm sorry. And people would line up for that shit for an hour because of Sarah Jessica Parker. I'll say that shit. I don't care. <laughs> I just thought I they no were showing the, the movie business. inside. <laughs> no, they were selling like nine and a half dollar cupcakes. Anyway, I'll say this. If you know for a fact the thing is, is it worse is my question. What would be worse? Someone getting up. This is a great question. What would be worse? Someone getting up and going to a convenience store and buying a fresh bottle of ranch or someone having it already in their bag. I think if I was on a date and some dude pulled out a fucking bottle of ranch from his bag, I would be like, I feel like I'm on uh, hidden camera. What is yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's a like, are uh, but is it a deal breaker? If you like everything else about this person, is that I, I don't think I don't know. Else- if you're attracted to them, you have great conversation. Honestly, for me, someone who did that, I'd be like, this is a quirk. This is like a true eating disorder quirk. I don't think I could do look past that. It. No, no really? because that's, that's that's three times a day for the rest of your life. No, I don't think she's putting Best on case scenario flakes. is you have to look at the Hidden Valley Ranch thing every day. You know. I know. Also, that's such a disgusting ranch. Like if we're going to go there, let's talk about Lighthouse Ranch. That's the fucking best. What if you could get to them and then like figure out how to, you know what, figure out how to make them live with their habit. So like get Mm -hmm. like a cute little bottle or like a cute little tube or something like that. So it looks semi chic. You just don't Maybe like the idea of like them. a big ass pear shaped yeah, bottle so of ranch stupid. popping with like out the, with the label, like you unscrew it and all that. I hate the, the, the label around the cap. Isn't yeah. that funny? By the way, have they not worked that out? That's the worst part about the bottle of ranch is that right. ripped, hideous label. A hundred percent. Now, let me say this. Famously, I went to the Sugarfish in Brentwood and I said, I would like, I've told this story a hundred times. I must retell it. Sorry. I said, I want extra, I'll pay for it. Extra ponzu sauce on the side. Uh-huh. And they said, because they used to give anyone who's been to Sugarfish, so you know, if you've never been, they super overpriced, by the way, incredibly expensive. And the trick was that they would serve you your sushi in like a Whitman sampler paper box. Oh, so the yeah. gimmick was that it would come in this cute little box. So you opened it, you felt like you were eating candy, but it was raw fish. Right. And the sauces, it was not like in a normal sushi restaurant where they would give you that normal little plastic cup of soy sauce or whatever. They were right. half-sized ones. They were little baby ones. So you would maybe get four dips if you were lucky of whatever yeah. was in there. And then it was done. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yep. So I said, can I just get some extra ones? Because I also need my ponzu. I don't also, I also don't eat soy sauce famously. I only do ponzu. So okay. I'm like, I don't like the taste of soy. I like the lemony freshness of ponzu. I said, that's what I want. The chef does not allow extra ponzu. I'm thinking, now hold on a minute. They already have it. It's not like I'm bringing it. You know, it's not like I said, right. can I get a set of ranch at Sugarfish? Right. Going, yeah, yeah. Out of here. No, they have it. Just let me have an extra one or two. Like what's the yeah. my taste level? I want more. Yeah. They would not give it to me. And a hundred percent while I waited, it was a takeaway order. I did walk oh. to the Whole Foods 
in Brentwood. Yeah, it was to go. I walked, I bought a big old bottle of Ponzu sauce, marched my ass right back in, in the restaurant. No bag. I was holding the bottle of my Kiko yeah. Man Ponzu, which by the way, you cannot get in Europe for what it's right. worth. And in fact, now that I'm saying it, remind me to buy a bottle when I'm in New York because I'm addicted. I'm not even joking. Like, it's a problem for me that I can't get it here. Um, I found one place that has it anyway. Uh, and they were pissed. And I said, well, that's, the, you know, well, so I can understand the drive to want to bring it in. You know what? I'm listening to an audiobook about the customs of the world and cultural literacy and how to uh, make your way through how, how to be culturally flexible and literate so you can make your way through un, unexpected circumstances. What's it called? You, uh, it's literally like it sounds uh, really good. cultural, yeah, customs of the world using cultural intelligence to adapt to wherever you are. I like this. And the Go number on. one, the first uh, like kind of example story that he gives as something that you might be confused by is like, okay, you're an American and you go to uh, a restaurant in Japan and you ask for sugar with your green tea and you're like I know it's oh boy. it's weird but I, I just like it and that's how I like it and the waiter will not give it to you and yeah. so like what is the actual thing that's happening and it's like the waiter is well trained to prevent you from embarrassing yourself and so he is or she is being really good in that circumstance in their mind to keep you from embarrassing yourself by giving you something oh. that's improper in front of other people you're saying yep yeah interesting well i don't think that's the same rule in brentwood <laughs> as, far as, as far as i know i don't think yeah, samantha right. at the brentwood sugarfish is a shit about okay. what i'm doing with my sauces there but okay you yeah. might have a point you know what's funny danny what? um long story, but there might be like a two or three week period where I don't know where I'm living at the moment. This is like the life of my, this is my new life is I'm just like, do I have a house? Yeah. I don't know where I'm living. And I'm thinking, okay, where can I, this is next month. I'm like, where can I go for like two weeks? That's not insanely expensive. Cause truth is here. It is insanely expensive. Oh really? And I was like, but I want, I have to go either by myself unless you want to come. And I was like, maybe I'll go to Japan. Can you even imagine me going to Japan by myself for two weeks though? Uh, you have to though. By the way, the yen Stop. is really good against is the it? dollar right now. Yeah. Stop it. If, if you can get there, yeah. But Dan, what would I do for two weeks by myself there? I think I, I don't, I think I, I would know, panic. But you better, uh, you better film it. Well, that's the <laughs> thing. Like, does a camera yeah. crew want to come? If anyone is rich and has like a professional camera and <laughs> wants to come with me, this is your shot to be, befriend me. A uh, lot of you want to be it. my friend. This is it. <laughs> you got to yeah. bring a camera and get yourself <laughs> to Japan. Um, Oh my God. I'm afraid I thought about it. Or even, you know, my dream is to go to um, Seoul, South Korea. I love so for Seoul. some yeah. reason that seems, and I don't know why this is not having anything to do with the culture, just based on, well, I guess in a way the culture, but I feel like everything I've seen in Tokyo is so overwhelming. And I do feel like I could, Seoul would be an easier transition for me. Um, when I was there, when I was last to like Tokyo and Seoul, Seoul was, had a lot more energy and a lot is more that right? Yeah. Yeah. People were chill in Tokyo. No kidding. Soul, See, to me, it's like, like really, yep. yep. but I like that. I like when things happen. Oh, yeah. I'm so confused. What am I going to do? <laughs> I just don't, I just don't want people to like take photos of me and not have a friend there with me. I would, I would be upset if I'm walking around and people are photographing me like Olmec from legends of the hidden temple. And I have no one to like laugh that with. I'd be very upset. You know me well, I would not take that well. I wouldn't be like, oh, the people here, I'd be like, stop photographing me. I'm a lady. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I know it would be great for a story, though. Maybe I yeah. can like get. Oh, maybe I should pitch it. That's a good idea. Well, yeah. To write about it, then it's like work. You know, then I have to go for a reason. I'm working on something. Yeah. Right. 
It, and you know, the name of it is called Huge in Japan. I mean, I've had this idea forever. <laughs> you know that Huge in Japan is just me alone in Japan. Wait, should I actually do it? It's an I idea. Last. Yeah. It's you think so? Great. You don't think I'd be feel like so fish out of water that I would just like no ponzu? Yeah, but then a good, I mean, yeah, that's fun. I feel like I'd panic. You know, I'm like, I'm adventurous, but I'm shy. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'd panic. Are there outlets in Tokyo? There must be. Uh, Oh, I thought you meant like electric light. Um, so I can just, I in, if things don't go well, just like throw a toaster in the back. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. <laughs> it's always fun to me. Great. Uh, all right. You know what we're going to do here? We're For those who do not subscribe to the um, the full blast midnight snack, this is where we're going to throw the brakes on the free version. If you subscribe, don't stress. We're going right into the paid version. But the, the people that pay should know that this is the rest of this. Yeah. You're you're chalking up the big bucks for. I think this is uh, going to be a good one too. You know you know what's next. Yeah. Do you? So. I'm excited. So. Okay, because you tell on my face. So yeah, go to Patreon.com/slash/MishCall if you don't already. I feel like most of you do, so I don't even want to start. But I adore you. Go subscribe, and really, if you subscribe to the twelve dollar tier, babe, you get daily shows, and they're all funny. Honestly, even when I'm not funny, I'm like I'm still doing okay. You know. All right. <laughs> Let me grab that toaster. I'll be right back. And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear the show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall. M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things. Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye, guys.